Hi, everyone. Um, welcome to episode one of Conscious Chats with Big Mouth. I am Big Mouth. Um, this first episode is going to be called Welcome to America. Uh, I was going to cover a few topics in this episode. I couldn't think of the word in this episode, but I think that I need to talk about race and racism in this country. Um, let's just start. Let's just dive right in. I don't have any notes prepared. I did for the um, for the other video that I was going to make, but um, I think this is more important. Uh, what does the average white person think about when they hear the word America? Um, one might picture the um, Schoolhouse Rock episode, the Melting Pot episode, where you see many different walks of life, people different walks of life in one big melting pot. You know, equality, uh, freedom. Um, they might think of taxes, uh, private companies. Um, yeah. What would a black person think about when... America comes to mind. Well, personally, um, current events have shown that all that I should think about is racism. Um, this country was built on racism and the system is forever rigged against people of African descent. Um, Slavery was centuries ago, but one could argue that we are still feeling the wrath, if you, if you would, of slavery. Um, I'm sorry, I'm trailing off a little, but this country was built on the backs of black people for free. I mean, this country was built when people were still considered to be property, black people. So I can't say that I'm shocked or surprised at the lack of empathy in white people for the black population. Um, current events, uh, such as the murder of George Floyd, the murder of Breonna Taylor, the murder of Ahmaud Arbery, and the list just goes on, like it's just the longest list in the world. Um, they have really, really shown the true colors of this country and the people in it. Um, if you go on Twitter and you search the hashtag George Floyd, you'll see the video, maybe you'll see a few people talking about it. If you proceed to click on one of those posts, you'll most likely see a middle-aged white man or woman in the comments trying to defend what the cop did. Um, 
it's baffling, I know, because when you see the video, you don't even have to see the video. I haven't even watched the video. But the picture, this man was on the ground. His hands were cuffed behind his back. He had four police officers on him, holding him down while another had his knee on his neck. If that doesn't ring alarms in your head and that doesn't infuriate you, just go ahead and exit this podcast. If you know me in regular life, unfollow me on everything because there is no way that that is okay. In no life, in no way. It doesn't matter what he did. They don't even do that to mass murderers. They don't do that to the um, the Florida shooter who shot up a school and killed children. But they do it to a black man. And of course, it's out of fear because you see a black person and alarms go off in your head, right? You think that because we are so massive, we are literally some of the most powerful human beings on earth, that you need three other men, a gun, a taser, and any other weapon that you might use to detain us. I find it disturbing how many people are trying to justify this murder in cold blood. Um, Recent facts have shown that this man who killed George Floyd knew him, or at least knew of him. If that, if that doesn't make it worse, I, I just don't know. I mean, cops kill random people on the street all the time. I mean, they do it to black people like it's nothing. But for you to have seen this man's face before and to hear him cry out that he was in pain, that's a monster. That is literally a monster and no one else can convince me otherwise um for the people who are upset with the riots i i don't i don't understand how are you more enraged at a target burning down than a man being choked to death by a knee on his neck. I mean, what is going on? It's it's crazy. And you would think that after seeing it so many times, it would make you less angry or you would be more numb to it. But no, I I am still on fire. Quite literally, I am... I am really like hot right now. I I I am angry. I I just don't understand. I mean, it's it's actually I take that back. I don't not understand cuz 
I would be lying if I said that I didn't understand that they are threatened by our mere existence. It's America, basically, you know, that's how it is. Um, For the rioters and everything, I say, keep doing your thing. Tear it up. They're not going to hear us any other way. We've tried the peaceful protests. How many times have we peacefully protested in honor of a black victim? It's, It's astronomical. I mean, we've been doing it since the 60s. And nothing seems to change. So start a riot. Get violent. Revolt. Um, I think that they hear us loud and clear now. And they're afraid. Rightfully so. Because when there's anger, when, when we stop talking and start acting, is when it's all going downhill, honestly. You guys as president, Trump said, and I quote, when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Just wow. I mean, you're the leader of the country and you're on Twitter, number one. Number two, you just threatened the lives of people you're not supposed to do that as the president and this man has proved to us time and time again that he is not the material to be president he is just a kid in a 70 year plus old body right so yeah i say riot um As for those who love the culture, my, the bad babies of the world, the six nines of the world, the Asians who say the N-word, where are you? Why aren't you as enraged as we are? It's not really sitting well that you want our rhythm but not our blues, right? You want the whip and the nay-nay, but you don't want the knee on your neck, right? I, I am, I don't know how to explain this. I'm, I'm upset that it's, that I see the true colors, but I'm glad that I am seeing them. I mean, So now that I know, I know that these people aren't really for us. They pretend, you know, that they they love the black people so much. But they don't. Because they see us. They see, they see the tears. They see the frustration. They see the exhaust in our eyes. I mean... This happens all the time, right? There's no change, though. I don't think it will change. 
I hate to sound somber. It's not going to change. I remember (laughs) my first time uh, seeing police brutality. I didn't see it in person, but social media was enough. I was in the seventh grade. It was the summer of my seventh grade year. Or was it the summer of my sixth? Either way, it was the summertime and I was about 12, 13. And I saw the video of, I think it was either Alton Brown or Eric Garner. And I thought to myself, wow, this is crazy. This can't be, this can't be the reality that we live in. Now, three to four years later, we're still in the same exact place that we have been in for who knows how long, right? I think that it's time for a change, but we all know that the cycle keeps going. You know, black man gets killed. We grieve, we post, we mourn, we fight. Then all of a sudden the smoke lifts and everything's back to what we want to be normal, quote. In order for this to stop happening, there has to be a dramatic change. It can't just, it can't just be a small change. I just find it, what's the word that I'm looking for? I find it, I I don't know, it's just exhausting that I have to be this upset. It's exhausting that I have to numb myself. It's exhausting that every time I see a video with a police officer in it, I brace myself for the worst. And I have to have I have to have the the caption that says trigger warning in order to be able to be on social media freely. So yeah, that's me on police brutality. That's me on race, I guess. That's not really all that I'm feeling about racism, but I just felt like I needed to talk about this specifically because it's it's tiring. So with that being said, thank you guys for listening. Um, I appreciate you for listening to this whole 15 minute video if you if you're still here um tune in for more and make sure to let me know what you guys want to hear next big mouth signing out